I'm delighted to welcome this afternoon to the show Leanne Brown and uh, Leanne is a, a wellness consultant specifically concentrating on water and air purification so that's that's a very um, unusual um, kind of focus um, Leanne so welcome yeah. to the show and, and uh, let's let's talk water and air purification why, why do we need it? Thank you yeah of course um, so we take roughly about 20,000 um, breaths um, a day um, and there's a lot of um, medical studies out there at the minute that are looking at indoor air pollution um, because indoor air pollution is a hundred times greater um, than outdoor air pollution um, and they're looking at studies now um, that are linking around sort of 9,500 deaths um, in London um, a year now um, due to indoor air pollution, um, you know, sort of stroke, lung disease, stuff, stuff like that, and sort of 7 million um, across the world. Um, so when it comes to indoor air pollution, there's three different categories. There's your um, particulate matter, which is um, your pollen, your dust, um, your pet dander, your mould. Um, and basically we shed sort of 50 million skin cells a year. Um, so if you can imagine that in your home, um, imagine that in a workplace. Um, and that's where we get things like the respiratory sort of issues that we have with people having um, asthma um, and things like that. Um, we then have volatile organic compounds. So um, it's our cleaners that we use in our home. Um, it's the carpet underlay that we have. It's the foams that are used in our chairs. Um, and nowadays, a lot of our homes are being built to be super energy efficient. Um, but the trouble with that is we then keep all the bad stuff in um, so people aren't having their windows open as much um, the central heating's on um, I know when I used to use a lot more sort of cleaning chemicals around the house if you put the bleach down the toilet the smell it sort of felt like it was affecting my breathing um, and they're really sort of strong potent chemicals that you use to um, clean your sideboards and things like that um, whereas a lot more people now are looking at using um, you can make your own sort of like little toilet bath bombs to put down that are eco-friendly and don't have all the sort of chemicals in and a lot of people are using essential oils and things like that now to clean their work tops um, and then the third um, category is your bio aerosols so it's your things like your viruses your bacterias um, we all know that once winter hits um, in that office um, it, it spreads like wildfire you know people catching sickness bugs and flu and and things like that um, so the World sort of Health Organization have sort of said when it comes to indoor air pollution, they see it as the greatest threat to, to human life at the minute. Um, and it's not really that talked about at the minute. Um, and it really interested me because I've got two young children, Sophia's seven and Noah's five. Um, and it really interested me because I thought if we don't sort of start doing things to change it, what sort of uh, future will they have or... Um, it's even things like people that work in the uh, acrylic nail salons and places like that. You know when you walk past it yourself, that smell um, is then obviously employees, they're, they're breathing that in. Um, and yeah, it's just sort of what will happen really with the, with the future. Um, 
with your indoor air pollution? So that was a that was a very amazing uh, explanation and uh, lots of statistics in there, Leanne. So let, let's let's sort of unpack those. Um, mm -hmm. I was really I'm really pleased now when you see these um, nail bars where they a lot of them now wear masks, don't they? Whereas you yeah. never see that yeah. at one point. So I'm glad that um, you know that those those people are kind of waking up and smelling the roses rather than smelling mm -hmm. the chemicals, as it were. Um, so, yeah. So I've, I'd, I'd heard some time ago that uh, people who stay at home are more likely to suffer from all kinds of health conditions. And, but I hadn't yeah. realised the statistics that you've just quoted. So, so run us by the, the statistics again, the, um, the, the number of breaths we take and then the, the, the part. Yeah, so it's, it's around 20,000 sort of breaths a day that we take. Um, and over a year, we sort of shed 50 million um, skin cells a year as well. That sounds um, it is disgusting, isn't it? It really is disgusting. Um, and, you know, um, you can really, um, I have a air filtration unit in my bedroom um, because that's really the best places for them. Um, and the front part you can take off and clean down. And, you know, I, I clean sort of hoover regularly and things like that. But it's amazing when you actually see sort of what does come out of the air. And even when we actually painted our bedroom, and left the windows open I've never seen anything like it it was actually really scary to think that you can sort of breathe that in and and people do really so in the in the filtration system on the, on the filter you can physically see what's what's um, in the air that we can't see with the naked eye but it catches in the filter is that how it works it's, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I mean, um, the filter that um, I use has got an 11 stage filtration process. Um, so you can see the first one to three um, part of the filter you can take off and you can actually clean down yourself. And then it's got the main filter at the back because the main filter would pick up um, yeah, bio aerosols. So the living organi organisms, sorry, and things like that. Whereas your front filter, you're going to see more of your pet dander, skin cells, things like that. Um, and of course your volatile organic compounds because that's what was coming off the paint um, in the filter. Um, and it's amazing when a few businesses have actually used, uh, used the unit, the difference they've seen because we had a hairdresser in Peterborough that used it um, and she didn't tell her staff what it was. She just put it there. And a couple of our staff members came up and said that while the unit was there, they didn't get headaches. And then once the unit had gone, they started to get headaches again. So, you know, some people do work in, you know, quite sort of chemical based um, workplaces, really. And it is having that effect, you know, indoor air pollution can cause headaches. It can cause the feeling of nausea and things like that and when you actually look into it a bit further even things like if you have new carpet put down um that can give off some sort of gases potentially for up to five years after you put a new carpet down so if you've got people in the home that suffer with um asthma and things like that like it's actually quite bad really to get a new carpet down and they reckon you should try and ventilate the house with the windows open or or some um you know um unit for two to three days after having new carpet put down um 
but it is becoming more of a talk subject because in London, the mayor gave funding for the top 50 schools in the worst polluted areas in London to have indoor um, air units. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's happened um, this year. Um, I spoke to a few of the schools um, and they'd already got them in place. So I imagine that eventually that will go across the country as well for other areas that are high in polluted areas as well. You mentioned uh, earlier on volatile organic compounds. So that, that's the chemicals that are in, like you've mentioned, paint and carpet. So we can actually smell, we can smell them, can't we? So is that what you yes. mean by volatile? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And there's even things like um, when you use your nonstick frying pans and you've got the uh, Teflon on them, you know, if it gets over, I think it is five, five, I can't remember now, it's around 500 Fahrenheit. If it gets over that, it kind of releases um, some fumes, which they call like a Teflon flu. Um, and it's things like that, that I didn't realise until I started doing this and looking into it um how many things there is sort of that you do need to be wary of in the home yeah i know that um, if you have any non-stick pans that are scratched you must throw them away because that yeah. will cause the problem of uh, like you say the the um yeah. chemicals within the teflon or you know other products are available kind of thing but um, yeah yeah so um having um stainless steel um, or the or copper and, and you know those sort of uh, things are a lot lot healthier than this modern stuff that we use yes 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 they are yeah so how, how, how big I mean is there a kind of a set size per so many meters of air filtration I mean how, how does it work is there different sizes of these these things um there's obviously there's a lot of different um, brands and companies out there that do different purification units. Um, it's important to look into them because some might only do, say, particulate matter, but they don't do the other ones. Um, so there's some filters out there that might do one or two of the um, pollen, uh, sorry, the categories, but not all three. So it's important to sort of look into that and. Um, the energy efficiency as well the air unit that i use has a dc motor so it makes it much more energy efficient to uh, ac motors which are used um in other ones as well so it means you're not going to end up with a real hefty sort of electric bill as well at the end of the year um but there's all different sizes out there and there's all different ones that do different things um the one that i use um is not i can't see it a little bit there it's not massive yeah um you need to describe it because we're on the radio remember oh, yeah, yeah. yeah of course yeah so it's not it's it's not massive it's it's um i'm trying to think how to describe sorry it, um it's it not two meters how tall is it um it is i'd say about two yeah two meters um it cleans the one that i use cleans up to 303 cubic feet per minute as well so it cleans quite a big airspace um and um it has a 
different settings that you can put it on as well. Um, so for my air unit that I use, it has four settings. So I have it on the sort of lowest setting during the day. And if I go out um, or if anyone gets it new into their business or places like that, then I um, tell them to put it up to the full speed. So it will clean the air to the standard that it needs to be cleaned. And then it will reduce back down to the lowest setting again. So it does clean quite a big space, but obviously all different units um, will sort of clean all different things. But it cleans 920 square feet um, in half an hour. Right, that's good. So is that is that the average kind of bedroom size or, or living room size? Yeah, it's, to be fair, it's probably bigger than bigger than a living room. You know, you could you could look at having that. It, it could probably do nearly the two or three rooms i'd say um space wise okay so people can have them in offices that are like um open plan and things like that as well it would yes. get around the office yeah okay that's good i i i'm a great believer in this um and this is interested to um to talk to you about it because i i have one in my bedroom um and uh, when i had cancer i i had a had one that was loaned to me by a friend who actually made them at the time and um okay. kind of a giant uh, a giant machine which was um doing the kind of whole downstairs and then i had the, a smaller one up in, up in my bedroom so again yeah. for the same reasons that you've said air purification and um obviously when you've got cancer and particularly going through chemotherapy you need to be um really really super super clean so um yeah, yeah. so from personal experience um i i, I know how how useful they are you, you also mentioned that um, you, you look at water, water purification. So, so tell us about that, Leanne. Um, yeah, so um, I look at water um, purification as well, um, just purely because um, in our tap water, there can be um, chemicals, there can be hormones um, and all different things, really, that they use um, to clean the water that aren't necessarily um, good for your body um so um it's important to try and get a good filtration unit and i know depending on where you are in different parts of the country as well the water can be quite hard and sometimes when you drink from the from a tap you can actually sort of taste um that 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 horrible sort of taste that it gives that's quite strong um, and overpowering so you know our body is made up of i think it's like 80 percent or something of water um, and you know it's so important for our brain that really we need to be having um, the best purest water that we can do for our bodies um, to function correctly and to the best level they can. So, so how do you do that? How, how do you um, for purify me, the water? Yeah, for me personally, um, I have a water purification bottle. Um, you can see it here. So it has. Um, a filter um, it has a filter in it um, and when you drink through the straw it purifies the water for you so the filter that I use um, it can turn pond lake water um, you can drink from any tap abroad with it straight from the taps um, even your own urine it would turn into drinking water the only okay. thing it doesn't do is yeah i know the only thing it doesn't do is the sea because of the soul um but actually um you know you'd never hope to be in that situation but it's quite a handy little bottle um to have um 
in this country anyway because of sort of what is in our tap water um, but when me and my family go abroad to Spain it's great because mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about getting loads of bottled water um, the kids can have a drink straight from the tap um, and the filter that's used in this bottle does the equivalent of 455 bottled waters so it also goes towards helping um, save the planet when it comes to plastic um, if people like to drink bottled water. And actually, um, it works out cheaper for me to have the bottle and the filter than it would be to buy all the plastic bottles from the supermarket anyway. And of course, we shouldn't be drinking out of plastic bottles because of the, no. the BPA um, chemicals that go that leach from the bottle into the water um, if they've been in a warm place. Definitely, definitely. And I think so many people sort of or have done before reuse the same bottle or, yes. or have it in the car where it gets really hot and then it's cold again. Yeah, it's just not good for you. Whereas um, the water bottle, I can don't have to worry about that. Some people say to me that they, um, oh, it's okay, I, I keep the plastic bottles in my fridge. Well, um, <laughs> where has that bottle been before it's got to your fridge? You know, it might have been sitting yeah. on the pallet in the sun somewhere or in the back of a warm lorry or, you know, whatever. Um, it might have been sitting in, a, in a, uh, the warehouse uh, in the back of the car park of the supermarket, you know, with the sun uh, bleating down, beating down on it. So, um People, and unless you're kind of aware of this, though, it's not something that it's a, it's not a wide conversation, is there, about water and uh, air purification? But it's re- both of them are really so important. Yeah, they really are. They really are. And I think, like before I started with the company that I was with, I was I was sort of blissfully unaware. Really, I obviously knew about outdoors and the fumes and and things like that. Um, but I, I never would have known any of this stuff. Um, and I found it really useful because I've made a lot of changes in my home um, for my children. So I feel that they're breathing in a, a lot safer air. But I think because it's not out there so much, people aren't aware, like I wasn't aware um, of some of the dangers that you can face with it. So uh, what kind of people buy these, these products? So you've got the water bottle and you've got the air purification system. Um, is it ordinary yeah. household people offices where where do you you introduce it um the mm-hmm. air purification unit um has been a lot more um businesses to start with um but i've i loan the unit out to businesses and homes to trial for free um to see the difference in their air as well and um and places like that um the water bottle has been a lot more for individuals um rather than companies um at the minute and there was one company that wanted to get rid of uh, plastic water bottles and they bought 50 of their employees um the bottles to have which is amazing yeah (laughs) really amazing um but it is a lot more sort of individuals maybe some more you know gym gym goers um a lot of people actually that go traveling because um if you're going traveling or backpacking the bottle is a great little thing to have because wherever you go in the world you've always got safe drinking water and you don't have to worry about buying bottled water um and one of my friends actually wanted to order a bottle for her son and she didn't do it in time and he went away traveling and ended up spending 400 pounds on bottled water wow. while he was traveling around um 
so yeah it is individuals and businesses um that look at the products um when it comes to businesses it has been a lot more um salons that have wanted to give it a go um care homes because of with um winter um and the elderly being more vulnerable um and the bugs that are going round um you know sometimes they obviously have to lock down the care homes when it it gets bad so you know care homes salons have been looking at it but i've also had quite a few parents whose children have had asthma and have wanted to try it at home um allergies a few children that suffer terribly with allergies that have tried it at home as well um and one of the mums said that her, she noticed her daughter's breathing was so much less labored um when she had it at home and she said the only way she could describe it was that she felt like she was standing at the edge of a cliff like the freshness of the air that came out of the unit wow Excellent. yeah <laughs> Okay, well, that's all very, uh, very educational for our listeners. So thank you for that, Leanne. So how do people get hold of you to find out more information or perhaps to uh, to even uh, borrow one of these uh, units from you? Yeah, I mean, I'm on um, social media, so you can find me under um, Shine Bright with Leanne. Um, I do have a website as well, um, which is www.purity.com slash Leanne Brown that you can have a look. Um, or people are welcome um, to email me on lianemin at hotmail.co.uk um, to ask any questions or if they're interested maybe in trialing a unit. Run, run me by that um, email address again. You said that very quickly. Sorry, yeah, it's Leanne and then the surname is uh, E for Echo, M for Mike, I for Indigo, N for November at hotmail.co.uk. Leanne Emin. Yes at hotmail okay and the purity how are you spelling purity for the website yep it is p-u-r-i-t-i-i purity.com slash leanne brown correct yeah so you you go by two names emin and brown emin is yeah it was uh my maiden name and brown's my married name yeah (laughs) okay well thanks for spending time with us this afternoon um i asked Yes, to choose two songs, and your songs yeah. um, are, I've written them down somewhere, um, UB40, Kingston Town, and yeah. Eva Cassidy, Songbird. So why did you choose both of those? Yeah, um, Eva Cassidy, Songbird, um, was it was my wedding song. So it's the song that I came down the aisle to. Um, and the UB40 song was because my mum is an absolute UB40 fan, um, mad fan. Um, she's seen them so many times and it just reminds me of my childhood in the car with my brothers and sisters where she'd be playing the music and just happy times when I was younger. Fantastic. Marvellous. Okay, well, Leanne Brown, Emin, thank you very much for spending <laughs> this afternoon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.